Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Two Sons Podcast. Yes, that is right. You have heard it here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Two Sons Podcast. I am your co-host, the one, the only, Philip. And uh, obviously, by uh, you know your viewing pleasure, you could tell that it is just me today. Um, unfortunately, again, our schedules got pretty busy. And, uh, you know, we cannot find time to record with one another, as we usually do. Uh, however, do not, don't you worry, because I do have a pretty laid-back and relaxing episode uh, for your guys' viewing pleasure today. I don't think it'll be very long, to be honest. Um, I don't really have too much to say. I was trying to think of, like, a topic that we could um, talk about and discuss. But, um... I finally just settled on something that I think you guys will enjoy. And uh, I mean, I'll, I know I'll enjoy talking about it, but hopefully you guys uh, enjoy watching and listening to me talk about it. Um, so before we get into that, uh, I just want to say thank you once again for coming back to another wonderful episode of Two Sons Podcast. Uh, again, apologies for me and my brother not being able to record with one another. Um, but obviously we are both adults. We both have busy lives and we try to do the best we can really to uh, find time to record with one another. Um, if you have not checked out our video from last week, um, we talked about uh, the Bad Batch season three trailer. Uh, we watched it, uh, we reacted to it, and then we came up with some of our own predictions and what we hope to see uh, when the season comes out later this month. Uh, at the time of recording this, it is February 1st. So happy February, everybody. Um, and the Bad Batch will actually be coming out in 20-something days, uh, you know, towards the end of February. So uh, the countdown begins uh, for the final season of the Bad Batch and the first bit of Star Wars content that we are going to be getting this year. Um, so I think we have some pretty interesting things to look forward to this year when it comes to Star Wars. Um, and obviously the Bad Batch is leading us off. So this could be the last time we see any animation in the Clone Wars style or just any bit of information and material uh, from the Clone Wars era, from the post-Clone Wars era, obviously before um, the Age of the Empire and what eventually trickles into the original trilogy. Um, so hopefully it's going to be good. Uh, obviously, again, if you haven't watched our video, please do so. Um, it's gotten amazing views, which obviously we very much appreciate. Um, not only have the views been very good on that episode, but also um, we have a couple of new subscribers that joined um, the program in the podcast this week. So welcome to the Two Sons Podcast family, everybody. Thank you for subscribing and coming along with us on our journey. Um, if you are subscribed to us on YouTube and you did not know, we are also on Spotify at Two Sons Podcast. Uh, so please follow and listen to us there. Uh, and then as well, of, uh, as, well as our social medias, uh, we are also on Instagram, X, and Facebook, all under Two Sons Podcast. That's with an O, not a U, because we are two brothers. Uh, we are also on TikTok and YouTube, as I just mentioned, uh, all under Two Sons Podcast. Again, that's with an O, not a U, because we are two brothers. Um, so I keep track of the TikTok and the YouTube, so I'll post the shorts that you guys have been seeing. Um, I'll also post uh, on the TikTok when an episode drops, um, as well as, you know, post the videos of my wonderful face and my brother's face of course um to youtube uh they actually also come out in video format on spotify which is pretty cool um so you guys can watch us on either platform uh but for those of you that support the youtube which is pretty much my bread and butter uh thank you so much for supporting it really means a lot and also i just realized based on how my laptop is actually situated you could see my lego sets over in the corner there um let me just take my camera and kind of like slot it over there 
Uh, so let's see my fingers. So we got my Star Wars Brickhead collection right there, which is pretty nice. Um, that is the early 2000s uh, Jabba's Sail Barge along with um, the skiff with the Sarlacc pit uh, over there on the top of the dresser, which is very cool. Uh, probably the oldest Lego that I have in my collection currently. Um, you know, not combining me and my brother's collection, but um, that is probably the oldest and the most expensive Lego that I actually have, which is pretty cool. Um, and then further down, you will also see that I have the ghost um, from the new Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka, Ahsoka series, um, as well as the Razor Crest um, to the to the right of it. <laughs> and then, um, you know, you guys can kind of see like up there a little bit. Um, I got some Funko Pops and I got a couple more Legos. Um, I got a couple of the dual sets up there as long as as well as the Stormtrooper helmet. And then on the shelves over here that you guys cannot see, um, I have a couple of Separatist theme sets. Um, so I have the Corporate Alliance tank. I have a Microfighter of an AAT and a Spider Droid, um, as well as a shelf dedicated to all the battle packs. So I have the 501st, I have the 332nd, I have the Sith Trooper, and I have the Mandalorian. So definitely got a pretty well-versed Star Wars section over here. And actually on my desk behind my computer, which you guys cannot see, um, I have a couple more Legos, but I just don't feel like turning around the computer and showing you, but just <laughs> mark my word, I do have more Legos uh, behind my computer, um, which is actually a great segue into our conversation today. And uh, we are going to be talking about none other than Legos. Wow, I know, right? Crazy um, how that just... Total coincidence that that just happened and we were just talking about Legos and yeah, no, I totally didn't plan that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are going to be talking about Legos today. Um, if any of you have been following Lego Star Wars and just Lego in general, um, the Star Wars sets for the 25th anniversary um, and then just other sets that were slated to come out um, have been released. They are on Lego's website. Um, they are officially able to be pre-ordered. Um, so I thought, you know, today we would just, uh, kind of take a trip, you know, to the Lego website and we go through the five sets, I believe that are um, going to be available for purchase on March 1st of 2024. And, uh, just kind of talk about the sets, you know, exactly what they are, you know, uh, piece count, you know, what they look like minifigure wise. Um, you know, if I'm excited for them, if I'm not excited for them and, uh, kind of go from there. So like I said, I mean, it's going to be a shorter episode, but you know, obviously want to give you guys something to uh, entertain yourselves with and something to watch, uh, this lovely week. So, uh, here we are. Um, before we get into the episode, I guess I'll just kind of briefly go over how I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I was recently sick a couple of days ago, so I'm kind of like on the recovery. Um, definitely feel a lot better. I was like sneezing like crazy. I mean, I just, you ever just have one of those like fits where you just start sneezing and then you just can't stop like that's that's basically what happened to me um but you know thankfully you know i feel pretty fine right now um so hopefully it stays that way um i have work tomorrow but then i have a nice uh two-day weekend and i have off saturday and sunday which is actually very lovely um so i'm really going to try to do my best to sleep in and enjoy those days off um but other than that i mean you know school has been pretty good you know still trucking along with my semester you know no really complaints there um, and then, you know, as for work, you know, work has been pretty slow, but um, I've, you know, had a blast working. So, you know, overall, I would like to say um, everything has been pretty good. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned, you know, my brother, he's currently dealing with some adult stuff, you know, so to speak. Um, so, you know, everybody just show your love and support to him. Uh, you know, he planned on putting some solo episodes out as well on, on some of the movies that he saw Um 
uh, previously, um, you know, in just just recently actually. So uh, you know, be on the lookout for those. I don't know if he plans on posting them soon or he talked about them. So um, just you know, give him all the love and support you can on those videos. Uh, it really means a lot to him. And uh, you know, let's just hope that he gets through. Uh, you know. this uh rigmarole he's got going on here <laughs> uh you know being being adults uh, i mean you know even though we're in our early 20s you know it hits you like a brick wall and uh you know people try to warn you about that but um you know sometimes you just don't listen but uh in this case yeah you should uh <laughs> because they are not lying uh when they tell you that so uh but yeah seriously uh just send them all your love and support and uh you know obviously Myself included in the Two Sons podcast, family included. Obviously, we love you. And, uh, you know, we hope that everything is going to work out in your favor. So, but uh, without further ado, uh, we are going to be getting into today's episodes. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about a couple of sets that are slated to come out on March 1st. Um, obviously, they are all Lego Star Wars. And, um, you know, some of them are 25th anniversary sets for the 25th anniversary of Lego Star Wars. And then others are just uh, sets that were slated to come out on uh, that same that same time so uh let me just find where is it share screen there it is and then we'll go here and then here oh, let's and then we'll do that perfect 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 okay and sharing the screen all right perfect okay and cool all right so as you guys can see we are on the lego website Um, obviously I already have the Star Wars tab opened up because, you know, that's just, uh, <laughs> that's just how I roll, I guess. Um, so obviously we got a couple of new sets here. Oh, look at that. Purchase a love gift box with purchase of, get a love gift box with purchases of $75 or more. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got a couple of the new sets here. Um, so obviously we'll just briefly go over them real quick. Um, so we have a um mini scale uh Millennium Falcon. We have a R2D2 uh build, kind of similar to the UCS, um, but definitely I would call it more of like a mini scale build um R2D2. And then uh continuing with the mini scale line, we also have a mini scale tan of four. as well as a mini scale invisible hands. Finally, wrapping it up, uh, we also have the boarding the tentative four, which is actually pretty interesting because I just noticed that this is actually not available for pre-order um, when I feel like it was in the very beginning. So I wonder what's going on with that. I'm just curious. Let me just go to my cart real quick. Um, for those of you that are wondering, no, I'm not buying all these sets at once. Um, I just put them in my cart. um oh okay it actually updated and it is actually not it's funny because it says five but it's showing four sets here so hmm. all right uh we're gonna go back and uh yeah one by one we are going to be looking at these sets okay cool so let's start with the uh millennium falcon cool okay So up first, we have set number 75375, uh, the micro build of the, I'm sorry, mini scale build of the Millennium Falcon. Um, so obviously it is available for pre-order. Um, it will be coming out on March 1st. And we see that it is slated with the price line of $84.99. 
Um, obviously, you know, we're going to take a look at the view all section for the pictures and make it nice and big for you guys. Obviously, looking at this build, we see that it comes with the stands with the Lego Star Wars um, plaque as well as the name, the Millennium Falcon. Um, we see that it does come with that special uh, 25th year anniversary brick um, of R2-D2 and a Lego stud. Um, and obviously, in this picture, we're seeing a very, very well-detailed, enhanced uh, look at the Millennium Falcon in the mini scale. And I have to admit, looking at this picture, I mean, of course, I've looked at these sets, but looking at this picture, I really enjoy the level of detail that they were able to put in such a small build. I mean, obviously, we've seen the Millennium Falcons have come in huge, enormous uh, sizes, but... For such great detail and such a small set, I am very impressed. This is actually a very nice build, um, and I am definitely looking forward to picking this up one day, to be honest. Um, so we see, like, every attention to detail, like, you know, from the little radar dish um, to the little cockpit right over here um, is very well detailed. All these bricks and patterns, like, layered across the Falcon are great. Um, we see that there is a little, uh, you know, uh, two-piece right here. Um, which you could put a minifigure. I mean, I the way I would display it, honestly, is that like, you know, I would take this off and I would put a minifigure right under the build because I think that would just look really cool. Um, but yeah, so we have that. Obviously, another picture. So we're going to see it's going to come in that like 18 plus type box. Um, so it's going to be in this like black box um, with the name and everything. And then we're also going to see the 25th anniversary logo on the box, which is really cool. Looks like it has about a 921 piece count, uh, which is really cool. Um, definitely, you know, again, definitely a smaller set, but probably will take you a little bit of time just because of the intricate uh, brickwork and everything. Uh, we'll make it look really well detailed and everything. Loving the box for this, to be honest. Looks really great. Uh, here we have a little overview. Uh, again, you know, seeing it from the overhead, again, just looks really well detailed um, and thought out. Everything looks like it's supposed to be, um, you know, all the little attention to the brickwork and the different pieces really make it look like a great set. Obviously, seeing it from the back, I mean, we have these beautiful blue um, tiles that are going to be like basically the after exhaust um, for the Millennium Falcon. And it honestly looks great. I love how it's leaning a little bit. Um, this is going to be like a great display for like a desk um, or something like that. Just really classy and professional. And it just looks really good, to be honest. Obviously, we're seeing, uh, you know, some more artwork on the back of the box. So we're seeing a little picture of the Millennium Falcon in a hyperspace. Uh, we're also seeing the dimensions, you know, how wide it's going to be and how high it's going to be. Obviously, we're also seeing uh, what it looks like from the back on the box, too, which, again, you know, the detail that they have on the box is very much appreciated. And finally, we're seeing somebody build it. So from the palm in, 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 the, in this person's hand, it looks like a pretty decent set. You could definitely hold it in one hand. But, you know, comparing it to, like, this plate or cup that he has right by it, it's about the size of this this plate or bowl, to be honest. And, like, if you're comparing it to the mug, it's about, like, twice the size of the mug. Um, you know, looking at it, it looks like it's, like, the size of this guy's head. So even though it is a uh, mini-scale diorama of the Millennium Falcon, uh, it has a decent amount of size to it, which which looks like it. But, again, looks like the perfect display piece for, like, you know, a table such as this, you know, even, like, a bookcase in the back over here. Um, just really well done.
again comes with the very nice 25 years of lego star wars brick with r2 and the lego piece which is also very nice um you know just kind of similarly how they had the 40th anniversary of the return of the jedi um bricks on the dioramas last year you know this is to mark the 25th anniversary of lego star wars and they're just being such thing as lego star wars which is really cool Uh, again, obviously, we're seeing this on like what looks more like a windowsill. So again, we're seeing an idea of like you know how big the set is going to be. Again, it's going to make a great display piece, not too big, but not too small, kind of just right. Um, looks like it will fit anywhere and just add a little bit of, uh, you know, style and then also a little bit of Star Wars culture to your house. And it looks like that's going to be it. Uh, so yeah, so that is the first uh, of the mini scales. Um, very very cool. Um, eighty four ninety nine. I mean, I can understand why it's it's a little bit more expensive, you know, because it's such a well known ship, um, and very famous across Star Wars history. Um, however, I do wish it was a little less expensive. I mean, I would like it more, maybe like the sixty seventy dollar range. Um, eighty four ninety nine is when I start to feel like I'm paying play it. Eh. paying for a diorama um you know like the ones that came out for the original trilogy um so it is a little bit pricey and i can see why that turns people away um but obviously with this march 1st launch we have three different uh micro scale fighters that they could choose from um so i could definitely see people picking and choosing and picking up what they're what they consider their favorite uh first so but yeah okay awesome Uh, so that is the Millennium Falcon. So that is one of the first sets that is coming out. Uh, let us kind of move away from the uh, mini scale fighters and let's actually look at the R2-D2. So another set that is coming out March 1st is the R2-D2. Um, so this is set number 75379. It uh, looks like it's coming with 1,050 pieces. Unlike um the mini scale uh ship and it being 18 plus, this is actually a 10 plus set, which is pretty interesting. Keep that in mind. Um, we're seeing that it's slated at that 99.99 price, so about a hundred dollars. Um, again, this is also available for pre-order and it was also shipping March 1st, so it is coming out March 1st. Um, we're gonna go view all so we can take a look at all these cool photos. Um, and this set, you know, in particular. Um, is coming with one of the first 25th anniversary Lego Star Wars minifigures. And we see that down here in the bottom right, which is Darth Malak from the Old Republic era of Star Wars. Um, so we see that, you know, the build itself is basically R2-D2. You are building the astromech uh, himself. It is also coming with a mini uh, figure of R2-D2, as well as a very lovely printed plaque. Um, with some information about the uh, R2 unit and, uh, you know, the man, the myth, the legend himself, R2-D2. <laughs> so again, we see the box art. Uh, it's kind of covering uh, more of that, like, bluish theme that they have going on for the 25th anniversary, which I'm not against. I mean, it looks like a, uh, you know, very nice box art. Um, so we see that he is actually on the sands of Tatooine as we speak, which is actually pretty cool. Um, again, we see that 10 plus. Uh, it looks like it's going to be, again, as I mentioned before, about, uh, you know, 1050 pieces, uh, which is not too bad. I mean, comparing it to like the Millennium Falcon, you know, we got a couple more, a uh, couple dozen more, uh, you know, bricks and pieces, uh, you know, so, you know, relatively, you know, small build, you know, no, no, no means, uh, you know, easy, but, you know, definitely. 
uh, you know, better than some other sets that we've seen. Um, so we can see, you know, on the side as well as the bottom left corner, they have the big 25th anniversary, as well as the inclusion of Darth Malik on the side of the box and on the bottom left corner, showing you that this set does come with a exclusive uh, 25th anniversary minifigure. Uh, we also see that the minifigure for R2 uh, is on the right hand, uh, right bottom corner of the box, excuse me. Uh, so the build, once again, so we see uh, R2 in a different position, more of an upright position. Obviously, we got some of his accessories out as well as his little, like, scanner uh, popping out of his dome. And then again, we see the well-printed brick as as well as the minifigure, um, you know, right in front of him, you know, basically just kind of giving you an idea of, like, what the scale of the build is compared to this little minifigure as well as the plaque. <clears throat> So it looks like uh, this R2 is posable in different ways, which is basically what this diagram is showing. It's showing that his uh, dome piece could move, you know, from side to side if you so choose, um, you know, whether or not you have to move it and then you, you know, snap this thing back into place or you could just take it out. Um, obviously, we see that he has a detachable, um, you know, wheel basically that you could, you know, uh, you could uh, tack on to make him lean uh, like this or to make him stand upright like that. Um, as well as these, I wonder what those are for. Um, those might maybe, maybe it locks it in place. I'm not sure exactly what these are for. Oh, these might be things that, um, oh, I see. Okay. These are his accessories that I think would pop out of here and here. Um, so I think, yeah, you would pop them into this area of the build. Um, if you want them exposed, um, or if you don't want them exposed, uh, you know, they could sit you know, somewhere on the inside or just not on the piece uh, itself. So it seems like you have a lot of custom, uh, custom ability and a lot of different ways you can display this piece, which is obviously going to be a big plus for people, depending on like what, how much space they're working with or, you know, exactly how they want to display their models, which is really cool. Again, here is a closer look at this, uh, you know, special edition 25th anniversary minifigure. Um, it is only, it is only going to be sold in this R2-D2 set, um, obviously, once it hits the second market, you know, you could probably find it on apps like Whatnot and, you know, uh, Bricklink and so on and so forth. But for now, um, obviously, it is going to be available only in this R2-D2 set. Um, so again, this figure, this character, he is from the Old Republic era of Star Wars. Um, very well detailed, you know, from the um, torso print to the leg print. No arm print, but, you know, that's not expected because I believe his character didn't really have any noticeable printing on the uh on his arms which makes sense uh the cape looks absolutely amazing um i love this little jaw piece um for those of you that know the lore um that he has you know on the head this is fantastic uh the lightsaber looks great obviously the minifigure head itself looks great um with a lot of detail and i love this little brick that they gave i think a lot of people um are a little up in the air on whether or not they wanted the 25th anniversary logo will be printed on the back of the minifigure like they were for the 20th anniversary. Um, but I think a lot of people like the display aspect um, to be on this alone. Um, and it's nice. It's a very nice uh, little thing. Um, it could be possible that all the minifigures could connect into like one big line with each other, um, which would be pretty cool. But uh, but yeah, but the figure is looking really good. Uh, obviously, for those of you that are weary about buying this set, honestly, I would buy it just for this figure because this figure is going to skyrocket in price 
once people get their hands on it and they start selling it on the second market. Um, so definitely buy the build. I mean, R2-D2 is a beloved character, very well-known character. Um, and then this minifig is just a huge bonus to that purchase. Obviously, we get a closer look at this R2-D2 minifigure. Um, really nothing special, just another fantastic, um, you know, head and torso print. Um, you know, no light printing. Um, I'm curious to see if there's back printing. Um, but again, very well detailed minifigure to go on that little display stand right by your bigger build. So again, you know, this is the back of the box, kind of giving you more of an idea of how you could display your build alongside the plaque and the little minifigure, obviously showing you that you could also customize how you pose uh, R2-D2 to your liking, um, you know, giving you the set number here. And uh, yeah, no, just overall, just great box work. Been very impressed with the box work so far uh, for these sets. And then here's an idea of what the R2-D2 is going to look like. So again, it almost looks like Comparing size-wise, it is probably a little bigger than the Millennium Falcon. And I'm saying a little bigger, like, with, like, a grain of salt. Like, it does not look that much bigger. If anything, it looks maybe exactly the same size. Uh, you know, we're seeing the 25th anniversary figure right over here. And then as well as, again, we have the minifigure and the uh, plaque of R2-D2. Um, just giving you some general information about the astromech. Um, so again, we're seeing that this could be a lovely display piece. Again, you know, we're looking at the attention to detail, and this looks like an absolutely amazing R2 build. I know they've done a couple of different R2 builds, the UCS version. Um, and, you know, again, that was also very well detailed, don't get me wrong. But for a smaller piece count and a smaller price, this is also a very well detailed build. Um, and this is going to be very exciting for people that, you know, love the astromech, um, love droids in general, and uh, just love R2-D2 as a character. Again, giving an idea of exactly, you know, how big it is. So we're looking at size-wise. It looks like it's about as big as this little um, pot, basically, for this plant. Or it looks like it's a little bit bigger than, like, you know, your average, like, pencil and pen holder. Um, so it's going to take up like a decent amount of space, like, you know, on your bookcase or your shelf, but at the same time, not too much space where you still have some variety where, where you want to uh, display it. Obviously, we see the extra pieces here. So it looks like that this is going to close and that you can probably open it to snap these pieces in place if you want to uh, pose him with them. Um, I'm not sure how I would pose mine, to be honest. I think I'd probably just pose it with all of his stuff all together because I just think that looks really cool. Um, but again, you know, giving you that variety and that different of, uh, you know, those different options on how you want to pose your own R2-D2. And uh, that is pretty much it for that set. Uh, so again, that is the second set or one of the sets that are coming out in March 1st. And that is the R2-D2 set. So now that we have gone through that, uh, let's take a look at the other ones. <clears throat> Very interesting that this one is coming soon. I'm just gonna click on this real quick because I'm I'm interested. Coming soon, March first, twenty twenty four, but it's not available for pre order. Interesting. Okay, we're gonna come back to this one, um, but we're gonna continue on because I'm just kind of interested in why it's not available for pre order anymore. Um. Okay, so the next uh Lego that we have coming out is. Lego set number 75376. It is the mini scale build of the Tantive 4 from Star Wars Episode 4 New Hope. And uh 
I remember correctly, it was also seen um, at the end of Star Wars uh, Rogue One, uh, Star Wars Story, and um, it might have been seen, I think, in Star Wars Rebels, I think. Uh, so we've seen the ship around a, a couple of times, but it is mostly well known uh, for Episode 4, Star Wars A New Hope, um, with the opening crawl uh, of the movie and the ship being attacked by Darth Vader's Imperial Star Destroyer. Um, and then we have the infamous uh, hallway scene on the Tanda 4, where Darth Vader and his stormtroopers board um, and take on the rebel fleet troopers in the search for Princess Leia. Um, so we're seeing that this set specifically has about 654 pieces. So it is smaller than the Millennium Falcon and the R2-D2. Um, we're seeing that it is at the $79.99 price range, um, which is a little bit interesting because at first glance, it looks like it does not have as much detail as the Millennium Falcon. So I'm a little upset that that is the price for this. Um, I would have expected this to maybe be more like the 60, maybe $65 range, um, even $50 range. Again, I mean, was, we'll see another mini scale build uh, right after this that looks like it has more detail than the Tanda 4, and that one is a lot cheaper than this one. Um, so we'll kind of have to wait and see and see what's going on. Uh, but yeah, so we see it that it's slated at this price point of about $80. And uh, let's take a closer look here at the build. So we're seeing from this side view, um, obviously uh, similar to the Millennium Falcon, we see that it comes with the Lego Star Wars um, plaque that you know says the name of the ship, which is the Tanner 4. Um, it also comes with the black display stand, as well as the 25th anniversary Lego Star Wars brick. Um, so we're seeing at the uh, at you know first glance, um, not as much detail as the Millennium Falcon. If I'm being completely honest, um, I feel like unlike the Millennium Falcon, the Tanner 4 itself doesn't really have a lot of distinct features. Um, to really make it look very intricate or very detailed. Um, so I think, you know, the parts that do stand out, such as this, um, obviously the engines in the back, I think they've done a pretty good job um, kind of restructuring and, and looking nice. Um, you know, obviously, you know, like this part here, um, some parts over here, they look a little bit more bland, you know, again, when you compare it to that Millennium Falcon. But again, I think for, you know, the concept design and what we've seen in the Star Wars projects, um, I think this is a very good um, representation of it. And I think we see whether these are stickers or printed bricks. I hope these are printed bricks um, and they're not stickers, but I love these placements. Um, it just kind of adds a little bit more flair to the builds and uh, it looks really good so far. So again, we're seeing the box art for this. This is definitely going to be a longer box. Um, same thing. This is going to be considered an 18 plus set, uh, set up very similarly to the Millennium Falcon box. Obviously, you got the name in the top left corner. You got the 25th anniversary in the top right corner, um, you know, as well as basically, you know, the picture of the model on the front. Um, so again, very well detailed. I really love these um, black box sets. Obviously, we see some artwork on the side of the box as well as the top. Um, so very well detailed. It looks like you can see exactly how the engines look um, on the side of the box. And again, this is where we're going to get our side view. And I really love what they did with the uh, piece and the tile work back here. Um, I love the use of color to make it look like the jets are going and the ship is actually moving. Um, I also like how it comes with that second little piece where you could take this off and put a minifigure. Me, personally, I would love to get Captain Antilles um, or Princess Leia, and I would love to put them here to kind of uh, put with the mini scale. I think that would look really good. 
Um, I love the uh, intricate brickwork that they did um, by the engines. It makes it look really nice. And then again, I think the splash of color along all these numerous engines make it look like a really uh, well done build because obviously they're paying a lot of detail to the engines because that's obviously the most recognizable part of the ship. Um, so I think they did a pretty good job. Again, we're getting a closer look at that detail and it does look really nice. Um, these engines do look really nice, very simplistic. Um, but I think, you know, in, in this case, the simplicity works for this build. Um, we see that they kind of have these like orange almost looking traffic pieces, um, you know, to symbolize, you know, the thrust or the boost in the engines. I think it looks really well done. I think looking down the spine, um, it also looks very nice um, and clean as well. So I think they definitely did a good job paying attention to detail where it mattered most. And then again, you know, we're seeing the back of the box. So again, you're going to see the dimensions, how long it is, um, how high it is. Obviously, we see a shot from Star Wars A New Hope um, when it is running away from the Imperial Star Destroyer. And then again, we're getting more of a side view as well as more of that back view uh, on the back of the box as well. Finally, we're seeing it uh, being built in action. Uh, so obviously, again, because it has a smaller piece count, um, it definitely is going to be wider um, in length than the Millennium Falcon, but it looks like it's going to be about the same size. So again, this is going to be a great display piece for your desk, table, uh, you know, bookcase, wherever you choose to display it. Um, I think the Tana 4 is a little bit of an underrated ship. Um, I loved the bigger builds that we've had in the past. Uh, my brother actually owns one of the bigger Tana 4 builds, and it is such an impressive build. It is like an absolute behemoth. And to have a miniature scale one uh, available to purchase and build um, is amazing because, I mean, again, people that don't want to spend that price tag uh, on the bigger sets will be very happy to at least spend $80 on this versus hundreds of dollars on a bigger one. <clears throat> So again, we see that, you know, once you build the ship, um, it's going to snap right into place on this stand right over here. Again, going to look at it, um, you know, we see that it does not take up too much room. So again, great display piece. Um, it could fit pretty practically anywhere. Um, really, as long as, you know, the space is big enough to hold the base, that's really all that matters. Um, but we see, you know, for example, it's big enough to obviously be on a bookcase and not take up too much room. And again, just add that splash of of uh, Star Wars nuance, but then also, you know, um, you know, professionality to your build. Because if you don't want to have, you know, the big, uh, you know, clunky, maybe like, you know, play sets, um, you know, having these 18 plus sets that are a little bit more chic, um, you know, and, um, you know, suave, uh, definitely add a little bit more sophistication to your builds. And again, we're getting an aerial view. You know, from this aerial view, we actually see that it does take up a, a decent amount of space. You know, I mean, again, can, you know, depending on, you know, what the length and the height dimensions are for this set, um, you know, you do got to be careful in that regard. I mean, again, it, it still has a lot of versatility about being displayed in certain places. But just keep that in mind, you know, depending on how big your furniture is, that depending on how you want to display it, um, you might have to put on an angle. You might have to keep it straight. Um, just really keep that in mind when you're going to be uh, displaying your sets. Again, obviously, from this aerial view, we do see a little bit of like a lack of detail. Um, some some people might not like this tiling. You know, maybe they they wish it would be just like kind of flat and like smooth. Um, but again, I I think it, they really hit it home where it mattered in the in the front over here, as well as the engines. Obviously, are the biggest thing, and I think they did a really good job. And that is going to be it for the third set of uh, the March first spring line that is going to be coming out for Lego Star Wars in twenty twenty four. Um, so we're definitely seeing that there's a very heavy attention to um, the mini scale builds 
which is very nice. Um, it's nice to see that Star Wars is bringing that back. I think with the uh, success of the Executor um, and the dioramas last year for the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, I think it's definitely smart that they are paying attention and they are returning uh, to, you know, a little bit more of a simplistic way of looking at Star Wars. Now, this is probably my most anticipated or one of my most anticipated sets for uh, this March 1st drop, which is set number, excuse me, set number 75377, The Invisible Hand. Uh, this is the third and final mini scale build when it comes to the uh, ships uh, that we've seen so far for this March 1st spring release. And I got to tell you, I really do appreciate not only the attention to detail, but the fact um, that the Confederate Confederacy of Independent Systems is finally getting noticed a little bit more. And we're not just getting all of these Clone War sets and we're getting a little bit more love to the other side. Um, I mean, we've seen a little bit of that with the Clone Trooper and Battle Droid Battle Pack that came out January 1st of 2024. Obviously, we see that there's army building capabilities for both the droids as well as the clones. However, you know, it has definitely been, a, you know, a decade or two since we have gotten, you know, true, um, you know, CIS or separatist sets. Obviously, last year we had the uh, blue AAT that came out um, with Ahsoka and the 332nd Troopers. Um, but again, I mean, it's been a while since we have um, seen, you know, some of those more iconic uh, Separatist or CIS builds um, of the early 2000s and the mid 2000s, especially with this being the, the 20th anniversary, I believe it's the 20, 20th anniversary. It's I quote me, I don't take <laughs> take this with a grain of salt. I believe it's the 20th or 25th anniversary. I think it's the 25th anniversary um, of the Phantom Menace, Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Um, so obviously we saw the AAT Polybag uh, launched in January as well. Um, we're going to be seeing a buildable Droidica uh, later on this year. Um, so we are seeing some love to the CIS um, or Separatists, but um, not on the scale that I would like, to be honest. I would like to see a push for more, hopefully next year with the 25th anniversary of Revenge of the Sith. Maybe that will change. Um, but like I said, or, or I'm sorry, not 20, I, I believe the 20th anniversary of Revenge of the Sith. Um, hopefully that will change. But uh, as I mentioned, we are seeing set number 75377, The Invisible Hand, slated only at $49.99, which is honestly a very good price tag um, for a ship this build and the, you know, um, piece count on only $557. Just to give you an idea, um, the ATST Raider Walker from the Mandalorian show is about 540 pieces. Um, so this is pretty much, you know, the piece count for it. It's pretty much as as, as big or as many pieces as that walker. Um, so right off the bat, I mean, I just looking at this side frame, looks like we're getting a lot of intricate, colorful brickwork that is really just going to make this set pop. I love this CIS uh, sticker right here. I don't think this is a printed piece. This is probably going to be a sticker, but I love where it's placed because I just think it's just, even though it's so minimal, it just looks so nice. Um, kind of going deeper into the build here. Um, we're seeing that again, just like the Millennium Falcon and the Tandem 4, it is coming on that black stand um, as well as having the 25th anniversary brick for Lego Star Wars, as well as the Lego Star Wars Invisible Hands uh, plaque right there. 
Uh, again, we're seeing that this is an 18 plus set. Uh, it has the uh, CIS logo as well as the invisible hand name in the top left, along with the 25th anniversary, uh, you know, in the top right. And then again, we're getting a side frame of the build. And I, I just got to tell you, this build looks absolutely amazing. I mean, I love this attention to detail right here in the hangar bay. I love this fin going up the back. The you know use of dark gray, blue, and yellow is absolutely amazing. Uh, the green little stud here for the uh, command center and the uh, you know the the command bay is just just amazing. Honestly, it is just so good. Uh, for those of you that don't really know too much about the Invisible Hand, this is the second flagship uh, of General Grievous in the um, CIS or Separatist fleet. Um, his first ship was the Malevolence, but we see that in Star Wars The Clone Wars um, that is destroyed um, you know, with by the combined efforts of Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano and friends. Um, so this is his second flagship. We see this in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, um, over the, um, you know, the uh, orbit of Coruscant. Um, and we actually see that, you know, eventually uh, it is destroyed um, in the aftermath after Anakin and Obi-Wan rescue uh, Chancellor Palpatine and defeat uh, Count Dooku. <laughs> so again, we're seeing more of a side view here. We're seeing that hangar bay being uh, displayed with these like, you know, uh, translucent blue tiles, which is really nice. Um, again, we're just seeing this really sleek, almost like missile-like um, structure going on here when it comes to the build. So I just love these use of colors just to make the set kind of pop out a little bit more. Um, you know, like the like the uh, Tandem 4 as well. And, you know, the Millennium Falcon, you know, the little intricate pieces of like dark gray and red, you know, just kind of making the ship a little bit more colorful. But again, I, I really love this say uh, CIS sticker or printed piece right here. Um, it just, it's kind of like the, the, you know, cherry on top for me. I don't know what it is about this piece, but it just really brings the set all together. Um, and then again, we see that, you know, some colorful engine work in the back to make it look like it's flying is also really well done as well. Again, this is like a front facing view. Um, very sleek, very nice. Again, we're getting that, uh, you know, tile work. It looks like we're gonna get the symbol on both sides. Um, we're seeing a little bit of color. Um, not really much to look at, you know, from the front. Um, but again, you're gonna be looking at the ship from the side. So you don't really pay too much mind to this. But again, it looks really well built, really well organized, and yeah, it just looks overall really good. And again, you know, the back of the box, we're seeing the uh, other side view for it. So we're seeing, you know, the length and the height of it. And we're seeing it over Coruscant, you know, during uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Again, we're seeing more brickwork and color in the back here to rep uh, represent the engines. Again, giving you that option for, you know, placing a minifigure, whether you want to do Count Dooku or General Grievous, um, you know, or just some sort of battle droid or droid um, is really cool. And I, and I think, again, I think it's leaving it open uh, for people to do that, which is which is really cool. Again, here we are, we're seeing somebody build it. Um, again, it looks like it's going to be similar in length to the Tandem 4, but it definitely looks a lot smaller. Um, again, you know, you're going to be building the, sh uh, the ship separate and then putting it on the piece, um, which is going to be really nice. Again, we're seeing that Star Wars, Lego Star Wars Invisible Hand brick, as well as the 25th year, 25 years of Lego Star Wars brick um, added on to the mini scale as well. Finally, we're seeing that it's skinny enough to even be put on a shelf, which is really nice. Um, you know, basically, you know, making it that it does not take up too much space, um, which is great. So again, just giving you that diversity of how you want to display this set and where you want to display it is going to be really great for, you know, all different types of Star Wars creators, to be honest.
And that is really going to be it. So again, this is like my definitely one of my most anticipated. This is definitely going to be a day one purchase for me. Um, I love, uh, you know, Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Obviously, me and my brother could talk everybody's ear off about that. Um, I am a secret supporter of the <laughs> Confederacy of Independent Systems because I just love looking at both sides of the conflict. And I just think they are underappreciated and seen in the wrong light. Um, so I really do enjoy like, you know, building their sets um, and collecting their minifigures and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Finally, not but uh, last but not least, we have the final set coming out with the March 1st release in the spring of 2024. This is set number 75387, uh, the boarding the tentative four, um, which, you know, you could argue goes along with that tentative four mini scale build um we have this slated at 54.99 um so unlike all the other sets this is actually one of the first sets that is going to be coming with a decent amount of minifigures we're seeing that it comes with the 25th anniversary minifigure of fives um the arc trooper from star wars the clone wars really actually now that i'm looking at this minifig i'm sure we're gonna get a better picture of him but really nice i actually don't mind his um minifig uh at all i know a lot of people don't like it but now after looking at it i mean i think with a little bit of a closer look i think i'm gonna change my opinion on that to be honest uh, so it looks like we're gonna get a darth vader we're gonna get two stormtroopers uh as well as captain antilles and two rebel fleet troopers what's interesting about this set is that it comes with these technic pieces because they actually encourage you to buy more than one. Um, so you could actually connect uh, the hallway scenes into a bigger hallway. Um, ideally, it probably wants you to at least like have two so you can make, just make a bigger hallway scene. But again, I mean, I'm curious to see what people are going to be doing with this, knowing that they have the ability to get more than one hallway. Um, I think it's going to look really cool for like, you know, display pieces and mocks. And I think that people are going to have a lot of fun with it. So again, we see that it comes in this like light bluish box. Um, this is an eight plus set. It looks like it comes with um the twenty fifth uh, anniversary logo on the box. Um, as well as a spot for Captain Antilles. Um, we have it looks like the twenty fifth anniversary logo on the side of the box here, as well as this exclusive fives figure telling you that you can only find this figure in uh this set, which is really cool. And obviously, we see our minifigure count right here, which we just went over. Um, so again, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck here for $55. I mean, you're getting Captain Antilles, which we haven't seen in, you know, a decade or so. Um, right now, his minifig costs like $50, you know, so getting him um, will definitely be nice. Again, this fives figure um, is only going to be coming in this boarding the tandem four set. So obviously, you know, first come, first serve. You know, uh, these, you know, Rebel Fleet Troopers, these Stormtroopers, these Darth Vader, you could argue that we've gone in multiple sets, so they aren't as new. I don't think there's any new printing or anything with these uh, figures, so they are like the same old ones that we've seen before. Um, so you could argue that besides the Camp Antilles and the Fives, there's really not much um, diversity going on here. So you could argue that, you know, maybe this price point is a little too expensive. Um, but again, I think they're just kind of keeping in mind the value of those figures and just the fact that people are going to be buying more than one of these. Um, so that is probably why the price point is so high. Uh, again, we're just seeing, you know, a couple of ways that you could display your minifigures um, in the set, which is really cool. Um, obviously, you can see these Rebel Troopers look on in horror as Darth Vader chokes Captain Antilles, but these Stormtroopers just looking on very impressed. Uh, again, it looks like there is this mechanic that you could press uh, that actually causes the Stormtroopers or the Rebel Troopers to go flying, which is really cool. Um, 
so that is going to be interesting. It looks like the Techni pieces, excuse me, it looks like they're actually over here. So you're supposed to connect them um, from the back, which actually makes more sense. So these are not Technic pieces. These are pieces to use to like, you know, fling the uh, figures, you know, to and from the hallway, which is really cool. So it looks like it's just going to be one straight shot if you're going to do more than one, which is pretty cool. Um, and I probably will definitely see how that works because I'm actually really curious to see what it would look like with two of these hallways uh, set up um, beside each other. Uh, again, we're seeing that this door actually opens and closes, uh, which is pretty cool. So we, you could have like, you know, Darth Vader start on the outside and then, you know, cut through the door and then burst out into the hallway. And then if you connect another hallway, you could have the same thing happen over and over and over again until, uh, you know, your, your heart desires pretty much, which is pretty cool. Just another play feature that they have uh, kind of similar to what they did with Luke Skywalker and the Darth, uh, the Dark Trooper hallway, um, which is pretty cool. Obviously, uh, this is where we're seeing the minifigures. So we see that it comes with a Darth Vader, comes with two Imperial Stormtroopers, uh, an updated Captain Antilles, and then we also have two Rebel Troopers, which is uh, really cool. So again, we're getting a decent amount of minifigures in this one set, as well as the fives. So again, you know, we're seeing the back of the box, just showing you the different posabilities. They're showing the Technic pieces, you know, these little uh, contraptions and how they work, you know, obviously here in the top right, uh, as well as the door, you know, again, in the top right, which is really cool. I'm just again showing that playability because this is an eight uh, eight plus set, just showing you you know what you could do and and uh, you know just giving you different ways to uh, to explore your uh, your build. Finally, we're seeing the set build. Actually, looking at it from first glance, again it looks like it is on that smaller size. So it seems like all these sets coming out in March um, for the spring line are going to be like you know a smaller, more compact size, which would give you plenty of ideas um, for how you're going to set up these displays. Um, and just, you know, how much room they are going to be taking up when you're looking at the rest of 2024 and the other sets that are coming out. So again, you know, just showing you a view um, of where you could display it. Again, you know, you got a lot of versatility there um, and different options. And, uh, you know, just keep in mind, if you go, if you are going to be um, connecting other hallways, obviously, you know, where you're going to be able to, to display it is going to change. Um, so, you know, so just keep that in mind when you are thinking about buying more than one set. Uh, it's a shame that they are not showing this five figure uh, a little bit more close up. I would have really loved to have seen the attention to detail. Um, unless I missed the picture, I don't think they ever showed him again, to be honest. Um, but again, I know some people have complained about the fives minifigure. Um, I personally, now that I'm looking at him, I don't mind him. Uh, I think he looks pr pretty good. Um, a lot of people, um, you know, for Lego are very picky. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just, uh, stop this share real quick. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people are picky, you know, when it comes to Star Wars minifigs and exactly what they're looking for. Um, I mean, I don't really know what the criticism is, to be honest. I mean, I've heard people complain about it, but I just don't really know what they are complaining about. Uh, I'm sure it is not a perfect fig, but, you know, like I said, at first glance, it looks pretty good to me. Um, so I'm definitely excited to see what it looks like in person and just see for myself. Um, but there you have it, guys. I mean, those are pretty much all these sets that are slated to come out March 1st of 2024 for that spring release, um, you know, before the month of May and Star Wars month. Um, and then the next sets come out after that. Um, so please let me know, you know, down below, you know, what you are looking forward to the most, um, you know, are you looking forward to, um, you know, the uh, hallway scene or the R2-D2? Are you looking forward to one of the mini scale builds? 
Um, honestly, all these sets look great. Um, you know, besides the the price points, you know, some of them obviously are a little questionable, but overall, these are all great sets. Uh, I think these are really good ones to look forward to um, for that push, um, you know, when it comes to the 25th anniversary of Star Wars. And I think they're giving us uh, some great scenes uh, here. Obviously, I think uh, the focus on Star Wars A New Hope is very appreciated as that is what started off the Star Wars franchise in the first place. Um, as well as also throwing in some figures from different eras like the Clone Wars and the Old Republic. I'm just, you know, showing a nod to Star Wars across all time and space uh, is really good as well. Um, and yeah, so a lot to look forward to. Like I said, I mean, I, I'm I'm really uh, excited. Um, you know, I'm going to see what I could pick up and, you know, what I could afford. And <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it's going to it's going to be fun. Um, but thank you guys so much for coming out to another wonderful episode of Two Sons Podcast. Uh, again, this has been a solo episode by yours truly. Um, thank you for sitting here and just listening to me rant for who knows how long uh, about Lego Star Wars because it is something that I enjoy myself, but also me and my brother enjoy together. Um, so thank you so much for coming out and supporting. It really means a lot. Uh, we always appreciate all the love and support. Uh, once again, you can find us on social media at Instagram, X, and Facebook, all under Two Sons Podcast. That's been O, not a U, because we are two brothers. Uh, you can also find us on TikTok and YouTube, all under Two Sons Podcast. Again, that has been O, not a U, because we are two brothers. Um, by the time you're listening to this, uh, it will be posted Friday, February 2nd, uh, sometime in the morning, so you can listen to it on your commute, while you're at work, while you're at school. Whatever you're doing, um, it will be available for your listening and viewing pleasure on YouTube uh, and then hopefully Spotify. But whenever my brother gets around to that, um, you know, he'll upload it to Spotify um, at his leisure. So if you want to listen to it uh, quickie, uh, quickie, <laughs> more quickly, um, you know, please tune into the YouTube. Uh, like I said, I will post on TikTok. I will post on my own personal Instagram uh, and YouTube when uh, it is posted and is ready for viewership. And, uh, you know, again, just come out and support the video. Let me get... Uh, you know, let me know if you guys enjoy these little solo episodes of me just going over uh, Lego sets. You know, I mean, obviously there are sets that are coming out in May uh, and then the rest of the uh, year. So if you guys want me to go over those sets, uh, you know, please let me know. I mean, if you want me to review any other sets that have came out, you know, please let me know. And I would love to look into that. Uh, but yeah, but just let me know if you want any more Lego content from me or my brother, because um, we both have a lot of fun talking about it. Um, so let us know what you guys think down below in the comments. But with that being said, uh, thank you so much for coming out to another one of episode of Two Sons Podcast. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys tonight. Um, you know, before I go, please, you know, whenever you're listening to this, you know, in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, please have a good day. Um, do not, I'm sorry, please be safe. Uh, do not do anything stupid. Make sure you stay hydrated, stay safe. Um, for those of you that are in school or just in work or just life in general, Good luck. Uh, you know, take it one day at a time. You know, remember to breathe. It's all going to be okay. Um, and until we see each other again, may the force be with you and have a good day. Thank you, guys.